Welcome to another episode of Survival Life, the podcast, where you already know we promote Black self-sufficiency through knowledge and applied skills as it relates to outdoors, emergency preparedness, primitive survival, and homesteading. Now, as you can tell, I'm not dropping the normal intro because we have a slightly extended episode, and honestly, I just want to dive right into it. I think there is so much to learn from this. So with that being said, Let's jump right in. Peace, Survivors. Our special guest with us today is Lottie Spady, who is the founder of Earthseed Detroit. Earthseed Detroit promotes health and wellness rooted in natural and local food sources, plant-based medicine, and therapeutic agriculture. By enhancing awareness of alternative herbal medicine, education, and multimedia production, Earthseed Detroit is dedicated to advocating healing, food, and environmental justice throughout the Detroit community and beyond. Lottie is also one part and core co-leader of Survival Life, and she is the co-founder and advisor of Black to the Land Coalition, a nonprofit which connects Black, Brown, Indigenous, people of color through nature-based activities. Lottie is also one of the collaborators of Healing by Choice, an organization of diverse women and gender non-conforming people of color, health and healing practitioners who are committed to living with integrity and love through the wisdom of Mother Earth. Join me and Lottie as we talk about the journey to herbalism, manifesting dreams into reality, how purpose seeks you as much as you seek it, discovering ourselves through our connections to nature and acknowledging the evidence of your greatness. From camping to hiking and foraging, we have learned so much and have had so much fun along the way with her. Lottie provides workshops for children and young adults, thus planting and nurturing up the next generation of black herbalists. Y'all, this sister here is dynamic. She is passionate, she is funny, smart, and an amazing friend and mentor to many, young and old. So please, welcome Lottie Spady. All right, so today I am reclining and relaxing with Lottie Spady of Earthsea Detroit, and this is definitely one of the episodes, Lottie, I have been longing for. I'm so excited. So Please, please, please tell all the survivors and survivors who you are, who Earthseed Detroit is, and what it is that you both do. Well, I am so glad to be here, Adrian. Thank you so much. I know we've been trying to get this scheduled for a while, so and it's so good to see you. You know, even if it's not like in the real world, I'm just happy to see you, my friend. <laughs> I miss <So>. you. <laughs> So, yep, my name is Lottie Spady, and I'm the founder of Earthseed Detroit, which is um, a combination of um, an herbalism, herbalism education, and a healthy media content creation. I think that's pretty much all I do. And the subjects are always around, like I said, herbalism, healthy living, healthy lifestyle, environmentally conscious living you know prepping some survivalism some homesteading i'm really just showing learning as we go <laughs> so. oh, great like i said that's that's about all that i do that is like you do a lot 
a lot of things. So definitely, sometimes you probably don't even think about it because it's your normal everyday flow, right? So it's like, this is what I just wake up and do and what I think about. And to me, I'm just looking like, ooh, I'm trying to get on this RC Detroit level. I'm trying to get on Lottie's level. But so um, I love it. I love it. And I can't wait to dive a little bit more into, um, you really open up the doors for a lot of people. I know for me in particular, and probably things that you don't even realize, Lottie, that I've just started to adopt because I learned so much from you. But maybe you can tell us, um, how did the practice and love of herbalism find you? Because I feel like it kind of made its way to you more so maybe than you made its way to it. So how did you kind of come into this? That's a good question, because my road has been a real winding had. Like my background, my major is multimedia. That's like what I went to school for. That's what I thought I was going to, and I do it every place I go, but that was what I started out doing. And then um, I, I started working in activism and that led to environmental activism and food justice work, which, you know, I began to see like all these different connections, but one thing led to another and you know how downsizing happens and I got laid off and really was at loose ends in my life in a lot of ways like not only um, employment wise but um, you know a lot of transition uh, my parents had made their transitions and um, just you know just feeling beat down by life I mean just really what am I going to do now? And um, a friend of mine had an herbalism class in Detroit, and and I was like, oh, this is this is kind of fun. Okay, this is fun. This is this is what is this? This is this is cool. I mean, I always kind of had a leaning toward like alternative medicine, like really not mostly just tea. You know what I mean? Like for cramps, I was like, oh, you know, that was my. <laughs> but um, that just really. I was like, what? I, I should look into this because I need something brand new. Like I, I love to like reinvent myself about every 10 years or so anyway. I'm like, I'm doing something totally new. And so I contacted the teacher that she had and he was having a class. And, um, and it was, it's a kind of interesting story because it was like a eight month long class and wow. it was real it was um eight weekends one weekend a month okay and um and it was like expensive and I was like okay I don't know how I'm gonna do this but I'm gonna do this and I really feel like the universe conspired in my favor because I told my mentor Gwen Winston who she was like I don't know what it is you're talking about doing but I will support that Aww. and she made a donation towards my education and was like and you go out there and you get that information and bring it back because we need that we need this and I was like oh okay and then my son had a tax return and like when is he and his girlfriend and like when would they ever be like they were like mom we're gonna give you some money I was like you are what <laughs> what, what what so they gave me some money and next thing you know, I had kind of like crowdsourced. I went to a poetry thing. I was doing a poetry thing with Tawana mm -hmm. and she was like, um, well, we usually split the door. Like however many people come, we usually split the door, but 
I heard you were trying to do some, um, I don't know what you were trying to do something, go somewhere, do something. So you, you take the door. And I mean, it was just like, talk about conspiracy. It was. And then, so next thing you know, here I am. It's the weekend before this class is supposed to start. Now I'm supposed to have paid my half deposit like months before and have it paid off on the first day of class. I had like raised half the money. So I emailed the teacher, Jim McDonald, and I'm like, hi, my name is Lottie. I want to take your class. (laughs) And he was like, I said, is there any way I can um, pay as I go? Like do a payment plan for the rest of the balance? And he was like, "Mm, I don't usually do that, but okay. And I mean, (laughs) Oh. Like, I knew like that's just how stuff when I when you know you're oh, supposed sure. to do something you know I've learned when I'm getting all this resistance and pushback and all this other stuff I need to sit down and be like okay maybe that's not what I'm supposed to be Ooh. doing because when it's right mm. like you said it found me and I mean and then I just I was just deep in after that. I was like really all in. That's awesome. I love that. And for anyone who's not familiar with Tawana, that just sounds like something Tawana Petty would do. So Tawana is a a Petty Propolis where she hosts, um, she uplifts artists, um, poets, Mm -hmm. um, a variety of different um, poets. um, And she's just She's so amazing. And I, you always speak highly of Jim McDonald um, and some of the information that you receive from him. And talk about another thing that it seems like the universe conspired. I'll never forget this, Lottie. And you are the reason why I did a vision board in 2019. And you know where I'm going to go with this because when I first stepped foot, I think the first time I actually came to your homestead, for people who don't know, it's not the homestead, it is the homestead. Um, When I first stepped foot over there, you told me the story of how you did a vision board, right? I think a vision board of the place where you felt like you were going to be living and the place that you felt like you were gonna be called home. And sure enough, maybe you can just kind of fill in the story of how, again, how the universe conspires for you. Can you tell us a little bit how you landed on um, your homestead yeah that was even that was part of the dot to dot I love I love telling this story when I tell it I always I still get kind of like that really happened so yeah so like the next episode was I go to the herbalism class (laughs) you know I go I call up and I'm like where is this place and they're like it's in White Lake Michigan and I'm like is that like I've never what is that do they have hotels around there like how am I supposed to do this weekend class you know it was um Saturday all day and Sunday all day and so I was like all right so one of the um one of the students had posted if anyone needs some place to stay they can stay at my place and I was like, okay, well, I'm staying, I was just, I'm going for it. You know, I was in that mode of being like, no, I don't know you, but I'm going for it. So I'll stay with this young lady. And um, I came to her house. And the first thing I noticed, like, I need to find the journal from that weekend because I wrote in there, like, why do I feel so at home here? And 
Aww. oh my god this is just everything i want like she had beehives and mm-hmm. the chicken coop and like this i'm sorry that's riley you know I was, <laughs> so riley is our lovable um a big dog it's yeah. funny while you were talking earlier i saw the stand behind you moving around like shaking i said yes. there's riley back there you riley, want please. attention hey, too. hey 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 out He's sniffing around, around the bottom. Hey, oh, I oh. miss him too. I know, he misses. <laughs> he said, where's our company? I'm just, I know. You. <laughs> where's the camp folks? <laughs> but, um, so, you know, I just was really admiring the place. It was just everything I had, you know, back to what you were saying, like, <laughs> that's him hitting his dog food bag. Oh, he, oh, you know, he's, dog is so smart like he is going to let you know right <laughs> stop out not right now help oh he's, Aww, he's so cute <laughs> so um well i might have to i'm sorry i'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to. go ahead, go ahead Lottie. okay so while lottie's going to do that riley is the i don't know he's so human-esque that Last time I remember hanging out with the, he had gotten, he called himself trying to hang out at, we were having a big charcuterie party and we had all this food and spread and people and Riley was intent on being with the people. And at one point Lottie tells him like, go. And then he looks at her and he's like, okay, maybe if I don't like really look her in the eye, he calls himself like slowly walking up under the table. Like it was so manipulative that it was like scary and he like make sure not to make eye contact because maybe if she thinks I didn't hear her <laughs> then he gives those big puppy dog eyes and like yep. uh, did I tell you to go and he thought about it for a minute and was like okay and walked <laughs> so slowly and pathetically it was the cutest thing ever <laughs> he's a mess he's the, he's the extrovert I'm introverted, oh, and I think he's an extrovert, so we kind of... Lottie, you did not just say you're an introvert. You know, I that's a whole nother episode, but I, I, I feel like you. I am an extroverted introvert. Thank you. Okay, maybe it's that we'll talk about the Gemini thing later, because um, if you don't know, Lottie is yes. a Gemini. I'm going to get into that in a minute, but I agree. I feel like when I tell people, no, I really am an introvert. They're like, whatever. Like you go up and say hi to people. You hang out with people. You're so social. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean like I have to work. I have to mentally overcome like that to be exactly. that. Yeah, so. Exactly. I don't feed <laughs> off of it. Like it's not my, you know what I mean? It's not my nourishment to interact like that. I have to turn that on in order to be that. I would never have thought that. Okay. You know, when, I, when I get home, I mean, I'm like, home. <laughs> okay, that part I can feel, but I do feed off of like good energy. But when I get home, I'm like, woo, that was a hard day work. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, so you were telling us about how, um, so you decided to stay at the home. Yeah, so I decided to stay. And, um, and so, like I said, it was just like, such a beautiful idyllic place and um i had been i realized later that i got home and was like um 
I just, I don't know. I just really, I used to jokingly tell her all the time, if you sell your, if you sell this place, I'm, I'm buying it. Mm. I'm buying it. And um, sure enough, after a couple of years, she ended up having to relocate. And she, you know, called me up and was like, um, you know, the right people are not asking about my place. This is like sacred land. This is, uh, you know, I don't want it to be like, you know, concrete poured everywhere. And, you know, everything has been eco, you know, can you like pass the flyer around to some of your activist friends and maybe Aww. they'll buy it. And I was like, dang, oh, <laughs> okay, I'll pass it along. Now, mind you, I have wanted a farm since I was eight years old. Oh, <laughs> since I was eight years old, I used to make I used to, back then we had these things called newspapers and <laughs> on Sundays and Wednesdays were the days that the classified section was the thick one, right? That. And you could get the real estate section. And I was like really little, like reading the farm classified, <laughs> the farm real estate ads, you know? And I would like order the, um, real estate catalogs out of the newspaper. My mother would be like, Fred, what, why do we keep getting these farm catalogs? I'm not moving to no farm. <laughs> I was like, oh no, that's mine. Oh no, that's mine. Like I was serious, you know? And then like you said, vision boards, I got books. Like if I pull out my books, you can see like I kept, and I didn't just do like one vision board. You know what I mean? Like I would do, I would do an iteration of that same sort of dream, like every, I don't know, I won't say every, any particular time frame, but you know, like there's more than one farm over the years in my vision board book. Gotcha. Or, or I just make a list of like, it's funny because one of my books has a list of like skills I should be working on now. Mm. And this was before I knew anybody in urban agriculture I wasn't even working in environmentalism then and I have everything on there from like beekeeping composting oh, wow. and I was like I actually know people that do all of these things now you know what I mean like well now I'm doing a lot of those things I was gonna say you're that person now yeah but at the time I was like okay you know goals 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 you know what I mean but I just think I think that like, I really believe that when you get like your energy, well, I really now think that vision boards are like source showing you what, let me tell you what I got in store for you. If you just come on, you know what I mean? I love just, that. Yeah. Just, come on. Cause I used to think I was kind of controlling it, like straight, oh. you know, manifest, <laughs> 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 but I think now it's more getting in alignment you know, get in an alignment and stop pushing against, you know, just being yeah. open to stuff because, because the stuff that happened. So back to the, um, back to her putting it up for sale. I was like, Oh, how can I do this? Cause I'm, I'm pretty much self-employed, right? Like I'm like, I, you know, I work for a lot of nonprofits and do a lot of stuff. I'm like, I don't look good on paper. I mean, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't look good on paper. Like for my if you think about how like what look what looking good on paper looks like for like right. corporations and yeah. I, like, I didn't get no mortgage. I already knew. I already knew. I was like, I am not gonna be able to get a mortgage. 
because they're gonna be like, what, what exactly do you do? <laughs> How many tattoos do you have? You know? <laughs> so, I was like, no, really, I have been working, you know? And so I was just like, oh, and it was a little, it was too expensive and, and all this, that, and the other. And I was like, oh, if she would do land contract, I was like, I could do it if she would do land contract because mm. that's, you know, that's me to you. What are we going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's whatever we decide it's going to be. And I opened up that email she sent and it said she had, first of all, dropped the price. Oh. By like, I think it was like $30,000 cheaper or whatever it was. And then in little letters, it was like land contract available. Oh. See? <laughs> See? And honey, I had a moment with God on my kitchen floor because I was like this is it I was like this is it this is it right this is it I was yelling though I was not saying it like <laughs> you were saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like this is it this is this is right yeah. but at that point you knew that hey wait a minute this isn't just like there's something going on here and I'm sorry I'm like adjusting my lamp Okay, but yeah that's how I was like I was like that's what I was gonna say um because you can't the reason why I believe it's you showing up for source is because I couldn't have orchestrated that like True. there's no way I could have put together as sweet of a package <laughs> in that like it was just her real estate agent was like what are we doing because she was like I got my bike when I called her oh. <laughs> when I called her and said Dana I'm about to make an offer on your house she was like you are the one I've been waiting for oh. <laughs> that's awesome so you found the house the house found you actually oh, yes Dana found you and you found Dana like that whole orchestrated yep. like by the universe. Yeah. Beautiful. That's what I'm saying. Like I couldn't have orchestrated it anyway. Like, I mean, no. And then when she was like, she's like, you are the one because I would rather have an herbalist, ha you know, like you're, you're the one that I want to have it. She's like, now what do we need to do to make it happen? What, what you need? What, how, what? Oh, wonderful. What do you need? To, how do you need to make it happen? Like I said, her realtor was like, I don't understand what y'all are doing. <laughs> But we don't either, but <laughs> no, we were, she was like, we're friends. Like, that's, <laughs> like, that's how you do a friend. That's how friends do a deal. You know, uh -oh. it was Dang. like, so, so I'm a firm believer in the vision boards. Matter of fact, I've done some that I had to be like, okay, let me, <laughs> you need yeah. to that on vision board because you <laughs> unrolling everything all at once. Okay, okay, I said, I get it. Right, right. <laughs> and for anybody who has not done a vision board with Lottie, it's not like Lottie said earlier, where it's like, oh, this picture looks nice. Let me cut this one up because I want to have this beautiful vision board, which is what my first vision board started off as. Like, because that's all I knew. That's all people had taught me was like, cut out things that you want to see. Like, you know, put that vision into out there into the atmosphere into the universe but Lottie's vision boards oh man like I did one where you were like don't don't pick like let it pick you and so I was like you know what anytime I see a color of green because I love the color green as my background here is full of greenery yeah. um, 
I was like, yeah, I'm just anything that was green, no matter what it is, I'm just going to clip it out. And when I put it together, I was just like, wow, like to sit back and like really look at that and your vision boards go, oh, anybody who follows and we'll talk about where you can follow um, Lottie at on her social medias, but please, it is just like a sight to behold. It's so in. I don't know. It's just so fulfilling to watch you put together um, all your pictures and your collages. So, yeah. And I remember looking at the one for the house when you showed me and I thought, oh, I need to go hurry up and go do mines now. <laughs> I know. And I'm, I'm serious. Like, again, we could do a whole thing on the vision boards because I've learned so much from you know, like you said, from the way I first started doing them to the evolution up to the intuitive collage that you were working with that day and just really using them to unblock stuff. And like some people say vision boards don't work. And I'm like convinced that that's showing you an area like you got to get unblocked. You got to there's a blockage there. So, you know, something, you yeah. might need to, something in a limiting belief or, you know, they say let go. It no longer serves you or something, you know, something is like, yeah. You got to investigate it further, further. So, but yeah, like I said, I tell the story and I'm just like, I have to sit back for a while and just, uh, mm. it really, yeah, I was put on my path. You, you Literally were. like the universe was like, let me help you out. <laughs> and you done sojourn of truth the rest of us with you because you done brought us with you Lottie I don't even think you I know you know but I don't think you know like how <laughs> like a lot of what your journey has like I'm like looking like okay I, I see her walking this path I'm gonna follow behind her and see what she's doing because I'm learning so much um, and there's so much to learn right so I was just you know been doing a lot of research and I know you helped me along the way actually I spoke before I even truly met Lottie met you in person I remember talking to you on the phone um, a friend has said my daughter was going through a rough time oh man it was just like what are we going to do she was having gastro um, issues and at that time I don't think she was yet diagnosed with anything we just knew it was some type of um, IVD. And um, I just remember like talking on the phone and you just like stayed on the phone and just was like, okay, well now is it this? Because if it's this, well, really what you need to do, here are some simple things you can try, Adrian, like just do this. And I remember thinking, okay, let's go, let's get it. I got this list. And then I was so intimidated, like so intimidated. And it's funny because the other day I just been like, just doodling on the, the web, looking up stuff. And I came across this stat from the International, I think is Union of Conservation for Nature um, and Natural Resources. And it says that worldwide between 50,000 to 80,000 flowering plants are used medicinally. And personally, I think it's probably more than that that we just you haven't yet discovered, but that still is a big number. So when I think about 50,000 to 80,000 plus, because we know there's more that just because maybe based on our location, because we haven't studied other people's plants, you know, in the way that we probably should have, should study them. But I'm like, where does one start? Like, how do you even start the journey of herbalism without it feeling like a daunting task or like, oh my gosh, this is a rabbit hole. I'm like, I'm intimidated. Like, where do you begin? Uh, that's a really good question because, um, yeah, because because like you pointed out, it is, and then multiply, that by the number of people that are offering classes now and 
I mean, everybody is, I mean, and it's good, it's good, but it can definitely be hard to like, no, where do, well, where, what do I even do to start, you know? And um, I would suggest from, uh, so what I did, like, I know that I went and took those classes, right? But I had just volumes of notes after that, right? I still kind of felt like, am I supposed to just really snatch this up out the ground and, and <laughs> eat it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's still, like, in all honesty, there was still like not a comfort Ooh, level, yeah. you know. Um, I was good with going to like, um, you know, what was it? The not, not the natural food patch, the other store in Ferndale. I was good with buying a few bulk herbs and mm -hmm. you know blending up some teas. But what I really did was I started sort of like you were doing. I started with an issue that was important enough to me mm. to make me see it through. So like you were very concerned about your daughter's health and well-being. And I, if I'm not mistaken, that still fuels a lot of your particular mm -hmm. herbal and alternative medicine research. When you're doing it, I notice a lot of times you're like looking, you know, yeah. so you get that thing that's near and dear to you. For me, it was my sinuses. <laughs> my <laughs> sinuses, I used to get, I used to call them face quakes because it was like having a stake oh, through my eyeball like I would get sinus headaches that were so bad I had to take off work and um I mean I also was smoking cigarettes then I was doing a lot of things that were probably impacting my sinuses yeah oh yeah but, <laughs> but I focused on herbs for my sinuses and I made myself a tea blend that was good for sinuses and I it, you know it was maybe that's a very self-centered approach but there's nothing wrong with being self-centered right you know, that's different from selfish I think exactly you're centered on yourself because I was motivated to stay with it I was kind of motivated to experiment on myself you know what I mean and I learned how to make a nice whipped shea butter mm. I learned and that was fun you know and then so then there's the fun factor too like what do you like to do like you could you can do a lot of stuff with um, things that you could make for gifts, you know, like yeah. I'd like to put together some bath salts or some bath teas or a nice tea blend. So, I mean, I think those are some of the ways a person can just, you know, like sort of not be intimidated by it and just kind of slowly start to get the herbs in your life. Yeah. You know? Yes. And, um, and experimenting with how you can cook with, you know, cooking with dandelion greens or using basil and making a tea from it or what is in your kitchen, you know, there are yeah. a lot of things that you can use medicinally right in your kitchen, like going back to those folk ways is a step maybe before quote unquote, like I said, being outside like, oh, here we have some Monarda fistulosa. I'm going to do something with it, you know? It's like, you can make an onion, lemon, honey, garlic, power syrup. You know, you can, you know, like those good old fashioned like yeah. remedies. So I think that's a good entry point. So what is important to you? What's mm -hmm. the issue you want to focus on or an issue for your family? It might be, you know, it might be, how do I support myself with high blood pressure or how do I um, strengthen my body for a surgery that's coming up or afterward? How do I heal yeah. from it? Or 
what can I do about these allergies or what am I do about this arthritis or, you know, my back, just pick one thing, mm -hmm. you know, um, if, if you want to go that medicinal route that way, another way, another way is to pick one herb. So like dandelion, that'll keep you going all day long <laughs> or, <laughs> or something that's in your yard. You know, if you have like a red clover out there, if you have um, plantain, if you don't know what it is, join a good plant identification group mm -hmm. on Facebook or get a book. Um, I'm not going to talk about plant identification apps. I, I just <laughs> don't suggest that be your only Agree. Yeah. means of identification. But if you just pick one plant like plantain and learn all the things it can do. That's another way you can, you know, just put it into smaller, smaller, smaller little right. chunks for you. Yep. Right. Okay. And I'm sorry. I'm going to turn this light on real quick because okay. <laughs> the daylight is just escaping. Although I'm so happy. The kitchen because it's the only place in the house that wasn't going to get dark. Yeah. That dark. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just going to adjust this here. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my poor little lamp is just head. It's done for. Um, okay, cool. Sorry about that. So I will admit, I have an admission to make. Uh oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> Even though I know that I'm more than capable of like learning these plants and following the recipe and making something. I brought, I was going to make my elderberry because I had had Earthseed Detroit's elderberry. And I'm like, this is it. My kids love it. They were actually like, had used it all up. I had to start ordering it by the light. Let me get three and four at a time, just in case Lottie, you know, sells out. I don't want to ever be without it. I still have like, I mean, we've just been going through it. That and that golden hoot is my thing that I call myself trying to make the elderberry Lottie. You know, made it hard because I was like, oh, oh, this is just what is this? Like, I did not. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, scratch that. We'll just order from Earthsea. So <laughs> I want to learn how to make it on my own, but it does not come out like the way that yours do. And I know you mentioned earlier about how you, you know, okay, here's what we do. You know, we make some simple things. Let's, you know, start making this here. And one of the my favorite events that we've ever done. You already know I'm going to say the fire <laughs> and decider. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was my, you know, I literally can get a tear at how beautiful I thought. <laughs> I the best. So Lottie took, Lottie taught us, I think all of us were new to fire cider. That's what it's called, right? So maybe you can tell us what fire cider is, what's in it and what it's good for. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll talk about how you showed us. We had a whole event around this, right? Lottie did a flyer. She yeah. had Rick I James, Tina Marie. Yeah, I do have a big, I happen to have a big little thing of fire cider. It looks so beautiful. It's so aesthetically pleasing. To look Isn't at it that. though? Oh, that is great. I see a lemon or lime in there. Yep. What's all in there? Oh, that is beautiful. I know, right? Okay, so you know I love making fire cider. And this has been steeping for a while. So fire cider is just basically a, um, 
infused apple cider vinegar and mm. it's called fire cider because it has a hot element. So it's going to have like your jalapenos, you could use habaneros, you could use cayenne peppers, you could use whatever you have, whatever you want. You don't want it to be um, painful to take, but you do want it to have a kick to it because that's going to... Um, kick in your you know immune system it's going to warm your body up it's going to do all the things you need it to do so aside from the hot element it usually has garlic horseradish root i think Ooh, that's I the horseradish root okay um the main recipe is garlic onions lemon horseradish root and something spicy so garlic onions lemon Mm. horseradish root and you're spicy so it could be you know whatever you want to be and then from there you can just get as creative as you want this one has uh i do have whole sliced lemons and limes. that is so beautiful these are goji berries which are really high in vitamin c Ooh, okay. i got some fresh turmeric in there because it cures the world obviously Yikes. as the memes tell it not but it is a good <laughs> It is a good anti-inflammatory. I got fresh ginger in there. Mm. I got burdock root in here. Oh yeah. And then I added a bunch of, so then you add your um, herbs, right? So I think I have like rosemary and sage and um, oh, and some cloves and like cinnamon stick. That is beautiful. And it's power packed. And and it's just, and so you see how big I'm making them now because, you know, I do sell it, but, um, and then you can also use it not just for being sick. It's excellent on your greens. Mm. It's excellent when you make a soup. It's excellent for salad dressing. Ooh. I think I've used it as the salad dressing. I, it's so good. I, that's your baby. Oh. <laughs> this is my baby. So we had us a fire cider making party. Mm-hmm. it was so dope like I just I want it to be a regular thing like a firesider build Ooh. and I just really felt like it was such a community and honey don't you remember how cold it was the coldest oh. rain. <laughs> it was it was rainy I think it it was, it was rainy. rainy it was cold Cold. it was in October we were pro- we were trying to get that good old sort of fall Halloween-ish but the cold nights but the nice warm days yeah we just thought it was gonna be and it was like Michigan (laughs) you thought (laughs) it was cold it was rainy and is that the day we got caught in the windstorm or was that another day I think so I think it was that same night we camped y'all we camped we did. I can't we, read. Yeah, we we, we camped on ourselves to the next level that time. We had so the firesider build was everyone had. I sent the kids to go gather rose hips mm-hmm. off the rose bush, and we had um, everyone had their own mason jar. And I had I had cut up everything first because it just you know I think I had cut up everything. You did. It made it easy. Yep. Make it easier. Yeah. But it's just such an easy thing, like get a crew together and kind of decide what you want your recipe to be. And maybe one person bring the onions and one person get the horseradish root and one person bring the lemons. And then you come together and just make a nice big oh. jar of it. And um, and then you take it home and it has to sit for at least 
you can let it sit. I mean, if you needed it in two weeks, you could like skim, you know, get a little off of it, but okay. it never goes bad. It doesn't go bad. Oh, so, good. you know, you can let it sit as long as you need to. Like this has been sitting since, um, oh, I made this in the winter time. Okay. Okay. So it's been sitting for several months. And it probably makes it even better. I would yeah. maybe the longer it sits, it probably yeah. just really gets all of um, all the good stuff, the nutrients and all the what you need from each of the items that you put in there. Yeah, I still have mine. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect timing back in March. Actually, it was before March. The world tried to call it in March, but I'm like, uh, come December and January, I knew something was, we all knew something wasn't right. Yeah. I was like, where's that fire cider? Cause yeah. I was just like, hey, come on kids, take your fire cider. Like everybody takes some. Um, and I really like to add it to like, so, you know, you make your regular tea like you want. So then I'm oh. sorry, I meant to add that once this is done, you can strain it and then you could either add raw honey to it to make it That's sort of what sweet I do. sour, or you could leave it unsweet if you want to use it like for your salad dressing or for your greens or whatever. So when I add it to my tea, I sweeten my tea up like I want it to be already and then throw me a little shot. <laughs> I just like this, oh, this is another good way to get started. Like you were saying, like, what's one of the first things you can do because it's so easy it's literally foolproof I mean I don't know how you could you can't mess that that's what I need then <laughs> and you can put elderberry look hold up you could make an elderberry fire cider oh you could just okay. put your elder, you could do your elderberry your ginger lemons however you want to hook it up hibiscus and then you add your honey to it and add enough to make it to where you like the way it tastes it's still gonna be you know how tart it is you might have to still drop it in okay. your like your hot water okay. but that's what i do for folks that are um trying to avoid alcohol that don't want an alcohol based okay medicine, is i'll make a vinegar based medicine and so you can you could do your elderberry try it like that nice see that boom but we had so i don't know how many people were there it was about ooh. It, okay, it well, was like thir at least 30 people making fire cider. It was, it, it was, it was, we went down the line and we, okay, put in your garlic. Okay. Come to the next part, put in this. We had Rick James and Tina laughing in the background. <laughs> oh, we had our bitch <laughs> set up. Background, like, <laughs> we, had <laughs> <laughs> we had our spiked, um, Remember that um, spiked cider we made? Listen, I was not about to let that go. I, to this day, I don't know how many cups of that first because it was like warming me up, right? We had that and I super spiked mine. So <laughs> forgive me if I don't know whether we was at the fire uh, and the cider event or if it was the Juneteenth because we camped out on Lottie's beautiful homestead on, the, in, on Juneteenth. Um, which was another beautiful event. We've had some beautiful interactions on that land. I feel like your friend is probably like smiling, like the earth, the I land is happy. Is smiling and the land, I can tell the land is happy. The land feels like she is doing what she was meant to do. Oh. I can just tell, I can tell by how healing it is. Whoever comes out here, whether it's like so you're part of like what Earthsea Detroit does is I've done like goddess retreats. I've done um, a day long meditation retreat. Mm -hmm. I've done the camping overnight camping trips with Soul Vival Life. Um, 
and other organizations. Black to the land, yep. Black to the land. Post it up on your spot. <laughs> and every time it's just, I feel like it's, it's so healing for everyone oh, that's is. there. And I just, I cannot believe that I've been in, I mean, I can believe it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> that I just, it's such a blessing. It's, I mean, who'd have thought like from that first phone call we had the herbal consultation, like you were right. talking about, about your daughter. Who right. thought, did we even know we was about to just be like these? We didn't even know. Was like, I, <laughs> honestly, I did. It's so funny, Laddie. Like, I feel like we on this, always on the same wavelength because <laughs> that was one of the things I was thinking. Like, so we had that conversation. I really didn't know you anything other than somebody said, hey, you should talk to this sister. She knows like she loves what she does. And I know she can at least put you on the right path. You know, she'll tell you what if she don't know, she'll let you know. But if she thinks there are some simple things, I'm like bad called you, tried to incorporate a few things. And then the, the frustration of just changes to her health and happened. And so I didn't speak to you for a while, but as life would happen, the universe made us bump into each other because we both attended a outdoor Afro hike event that Alexis led. And I just remember my first time meeting you, I was like, what? I mean, it was just like, I'm like, oh no, like, when's your birthday? Excuse me, when's your birthday? Because you were just like, your spirit. And I hate to be that Zodiac person. I really don't want to be that person. I always try to deny it. But at the end of the day, I'm like something, uh-uh, my, my senses are going off. Um, excuse me, like, when is your birthday? Like, just as if it was May 23rd. Right, I'm May 24th. This is makes so much sense. <laughs> Lottie had the first off, she came to the hike with the bug off spray, the all natural, and I did not get it not once on that hike and I know a few people who didn't put it on and did get a couple of bites here and there but just talking to Lottie and Lottie as we're walking like this hike turned into just this beautiful wealth of information and since then it's like anytime we hike Lottie is always gracious enough to like stop us for a second and pay attention to the the plants around you and oh, I love the way right here I love <laughs> it I love it Lottie is gracious enough you out things on the way when I'm like I am being the biggest <laughs> nerd I'm like always face to the ground talking about some oh look hey come here oh we eat <laughs> it up though I'm way at the back with somebody <laughs> talking about now here we have this is a little <laughs> oh we eat it up Lottie like from the oh but wait a minute that might be a false is it false Solomon or the oh right thing? now oh. is it false Solomon Sale? <laughs> Solomon Seal, like, oh. don't, don't, don't fall for it, guys. This is how you know. I know, I do remember uh, Urban Ranger, the first thing he was like, I'm going to avoid those, these are the, 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 the three, the oh, point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so we learned so much. And I, what I, what I really love is that we do it in a, it's never like this high pressure environment or this like, no, it's just always like this beautiful, fun exploration. And that's one of the things I really appreciate with the people in survival life. Like it's not this doom and gloom type of thing. It's this beautiful, like you said, getting back to the basics and just trying to learn how like the world around you again, like we've been so disconnected from it. 
And so meeting people like you and from you, I, this is why I think connections are so beautiful and so powerful. For meeting you, I've started to align with other people who I'm just like, oh, where have you guys been all my life? And where has Lottie been all my life? Like in the short period that I've known you, I feel like I've known you for like a long time. And I know a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say this, like they've told me like, yeah, it feels like I've known Lottie for like the longest time. And it might only be like two or three years, but it feels like a beautiful lifetime. So I just had to throw that in there. And we are a day apart on birthdays. So it makes sense that some of our quirks, although I will admit, I feel like because you're a day above before me, somehow the cutoff for like actually being an action item person was the 23rd. <laughs> I'm a dreamer. I feel like you're the dreamer and you do stuff. And I just was like, oh shoot, I missed the date. I'm like a day late. I do a lot of missing the date too, man. I'm telling you, it's just, girl, first of all, I think you do a lot too. See, I think Gemini's have this sort of dual way of seeing themselves. At least mm -hmm. I do. Like I never think I'm doing the things I'm supposed, I say I'm going to do or that I'm supposed, that I'm, you know what I mean? I never feel yeah. like I'm performing to the level that my goals and dreams list is, but somebody yeah. else look at it and go, what are you talking about? And that's the same with you. I mean, I, the same with, <laughs> the same with you. I'm like, huh? I'm, you're talking about you did this you did this, you did this. <laughs> yeah, you did, this archery i see everything oh. you boiling at the maple syrup tap oh that's I seen you. <laughs> I forgot about those things you, i mean you, and you, you the most you're an effort to get to everything and you are always taking in uh, information and sharing uh-uh mm -mm, mm -mm. i listen i think that must just be that may i always like to tell people like if you don't heard bad stuff about Gemini's, it's likely them June Gemini's. They are a little bit different than the May Gemini's, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, I know we're about to start winding down a little bit. So it's time for me to focus on this soul segment. So a soul segment, Lottie, is a super sweet, short, simple snippets about you and Earthsea Detroit. You know how long it took me to get simple, short, sweet snippets of soul like, segments? <laughs> I was like, okay, alliteration, go with that. Oh, okay. So, so for our soul segments of survival life, this is where we find out a little bit more about what you're giving your attention to right now. So what's like holding on to you? I know what you're holding on to you. And so we're just, just going to ask a couple of questions for you. So first question, Miss Lottie, is what was the last book that you read that was so impactful to you and why? Lottie's a book nerd like me, by the way. I am. <laughs> that's, a, that's another thing that Adrian got me into. Don't let her start sending you group requests. Wait a minute. We go, that's a whole nother episode with the group. <laughs> So, and does this, this should focus on the earth, like my earth scene? No, it, it could be any book that has outside of earth sea, outside of herbalism, um, just any book that you've read that's been impactful to you and why. Well, okay. So this is, it's super personal, but it is, uh, it is the road I'm on right now. Um, mm -hmm. The book that I read is called The Primal Wound mm -hmm. by Nancy Newton Verrier. 
and it is about adoption trauma. Mm-hmm. And so what I've been focusing on, you know, with lockdown, you know, I mean, it'll cause you to, I mean, I've been excavating, I'm a real introspective person anyway, always mm-hmm. trying to do self-work. And this goes back to what I was saying about if you're not manifesting what's on your vision board, you might want to consider where you're blocked. Mm. And I just kept feeling like, you know how you'd be trying to get to the next level or get to the other side or get to the, like, I just could feel this tangible, like thing, like in front of me, almost like blocking me, you know, like where I would sort of shut down or where I would let fear impact my moves or like not bring my full self to the party. And, and I just kept, I've been peeling away the layers for years and I finally ran up on adoption. I was adopted. I was like, oh, you think? Let's go back to the beginning. You thought you was going back to the beginning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that book really, it talks about the impact of adoption on individuals and how we kind of underestimate, which as a mother, I know this, but, you know, children come into to the world bonded to their oh. mothers, you know, from nine months. I mean, they, you only right, right. inside of that person's body. Right. So it's not going to be as easy as they like to say, like, babies are a blank slate. You can just Ooh, pop right. into another environment and they're going to be just fine. So it really, it was eye-opening. Mm. It was really eye-opening. And so I've been doing a lot of work around that. That book, I felt like somebody was peeking in my, and sometimes I was like, somebody is spying on me. This is all up in my stuff. Like, oh, boy. So that was powerful. Okay, Primal Wound. So that's a, yeah. okay, that that name alone. I'm always attracted to names of books. Like to me, yeah. that's going to determine whether I'm going to, like what they say, you can't judge a book by its cover. Uh, the heck you can't. Like to me, that's like, am I going to actually open up and like figure out, but Okay. And I know you've talked about that before that book, and I know it's been impactful for you. So um, hopefully someone may um, be also in the same situation and, and be feeling that same, um, uh, the emotions that you're going through, they would probably pick up that book and, and just read a little bit more about it. And mm-hmm. kind of, like you said, be introspective and, and think about how they're dealing with things. So definitely um, check that book out. Uh, and then, so what has been something that you recently discovered that made you say, wow, that's so dope. I never knew that. Like, have you, has anything new popped up where you're like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. I, I know that I always feel like every now and again, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, it's like this epiphany of something or yeah. Mm. Has, have you stumbled upon anything that just made you step back and like have to take a moment to like gather your thoughts and. Oh, honey, that sounds feels feels like <laughs> I know that's a big one, but I always feel like I run into those every now and again. Like every few months, I'm like, oh, like this epiphany or this like almost like this is I don't know. It's it's got such a magnitude to it that it's like it resonates, like it stays with me for such a long time. I think one of mine was um <laughs> I had to make myself like some affirmations, like to stick around the house because mm-hmm. of one of these moments, like you're just talking about right now. Because again, getting into these loops, like questioning oh. yourself and da, 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 da. And I had to, the words came like as evidenced 
by what is it? It's right here too. I got it up here. <laughs> it says, as evidenced by the way your life and work is unfolding, mm. can you please celebrate the amazing blessings of your gifts, skills, and talents, and how they're being utilized by the universe? <gasps> it was like, stop playing. Stop. I have to say that to myself all the time, like as evidence, it's like, look around you. Right. When you feel like you're not whatever, when you feel like this isn't coming together, when you feel like, I mean, and it's not just looking around me here. It's just like, it's just everything. Like, I know I have a really strong and sincere hmm. desire to to be my highest version, to be my, um, to be in my purpose. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, and going around always feeling less than is not the way to honor your gifts and talents and skills. You know what I mean? And going right. through. So yeah. I, need I had to be, like, I just was like. That's a deep one. That's a big one. That needs to be on a wall for me too, because like trying to fight that imposter syndrome and it's like, it oh, but Adrian, you're just getting started and here you are like trying to make it seem, but no, like who cares? Like I'm here now. I probably just like, why do we deny the evidence? Like, why do we ignore the evidence that says, no, you're like, you're on the path of your purpose and like, stop trying to drown it out. Stop trying to silence it. So I love that I one, Lottie. Down. Stop trying to put the dimmer switch on it. Yeah. Stop trying to make other people feel better by not glowing your full glow, whatever it may be. And that was the word. It just was as evidence <laughs> and me and i'll be talking to like talitha or somebody we still laugh about it now because i'll be like as evidence i, love, I feel like you're in me comes out as evidence i feel like you're in a court of law like you are the plaintiff and the defendant like <laughs> somebody's like you've done this this and these amazing things right as evidence <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I have to remember that it's such a struggle. It's, it's, oh, it is. It's really been interesting to like see. Like, I know we need to be gentle with ourselves at the same time. Like, I'm not saying we always have to be like, you should be more productive and you should be doing this and you should right. be, you know, you got to be gentle and loving to yourself. But there is a point in time where you just got to really be like, all right, this just doesn't even make sense. I'm not being realistic here. I, I can do this. I can do whatever, even if I don't do it well. It's like, it's okay. Uh, hey. Okay. Exactly. Ooh, that's a word. I'm going to need you to like type that at the end so I can like hang that up myself because that is, I need to put that on the mirror mm -hmm. all the time. You know, it's yeah. like, Whew, okay, that's a, I love that. I love it. Um, so here's a quick one for you. Coffee, wine, or tea? You can only keep one. I know. I said this because these are Lottie's like, and wine is probably the third, but I know coffee and tea are like, or tea and coffee are up there pretty high. Yeah. So, I, I really think it would have to, I really think I'd keep coffee. You keep coffee. Okay, good. Like a good I cup don't of coffee. Even, like, whatever the thing is that makes your brain like turn on in the morning so that you can like function. 
<laughs> Mine requires caffeine. Like I, I'll, I'll be like, I, I don't, I don't know. Well, not I'm just like. caffeine from tea, but it has to be that. Do you well, like? Yeah, you know what? Exactly. It's not, exactly. It's not just look at me getting all into it, right? <laughs> Science. <laughs> it's like because it's not just a caffeinated. You're right. It's not just a caffeinated breakfast. I mean, breakfast beverage. <laughs> I like the smell of coffee. I like the process of making my coffee. I like to hey. sit. I yeah. I that first sip, like oh, I like that. That first sip just hits. Like hmm, I have entered the building. <laughs> it's like I can come into myself. I can always tell when Lottie's had her coffee in the morning. It's just like, I can tell that. What is it called? A bitmoji. Yeah. A bitmoji. It's happy when I've had coffee. She'd be like, morning. <laughs> she should sure be at attention. <laughs> okay, here's another hard one for you, maybe. Camping, foraging, or gardening? I know. This is so mean to give a Gemini, like, to make them make a decision. So cool. all about bothness. You know, <laughs> well, it's this and this and this. Right, right. And that and that. I'm okay with all the options, right? <laughs> Camping, foraging, or gardening. Oh my goodness, that's super hard. Mm -hmm. Okay, just because I'm not gonna sit here and really ponder this all night long. I'll be all night. You're gonna like, call me tomorrow. Like, like right later, like, well, you know, Melanie, I think I did have said something. I thought about it for like the last 24 hours since we talked. <laughs> I'm gonna say based on the um community, the camaraderie. And the wraparound, I mean, it's all fun when we get to talking about it, like in survival life and everything, but our camping experiences, because I don't camp alone, I can garden alone, mm. you know what I mean? I can forage alone, but I forage with other people, but our camping, my camping has been full of so many sweet memories from my grandkids up to oh, yeah. you know us doing our thing at all the different places Idlewild to Pride Lake Proud Lake to, to oh. my place to and who knows where we're going next I just that opened wake up and do nothing like wake, wake up, up and just like what's that what are we eating today like and just sit back and do nothing yeah I still, I still think about your grandson when he says uh are we are we camping we yet? <laughs> when he woke up, he was like, "I'm still camping." I was like, "Yes, honey, we are still." Camping. I mean, it's just really, and it was something that was sort of like on your list, you know, one day, one day, one day, and it has so fully and completely manifested, like how we geek out, like, "Oh my God, look, they have a a four season tent. I think we need to get a four season tent because we're gonna." Honey, when we camped in that sub-zero, it wasn't sub-zero, but that freaking <laughs> rain that night, I was like, okay. And the windstorm, the 4 a.m. unexpected windstorm that was just like, uh. <laughs> and the windstorm in Idlewild that was like a tornado. A tornado. <laughs> and we didn't, we didn't battle test it. That's what, and we are still here and we're still excited to get out on another trip. <laughs> Get out yeah. some more camping. And, you know, I don't even have to ask the last question because I think you kind of answered it earlier. My question was going to be, what has been your absolute favorite Soul Life memory to date? I know so many. I mean, there <laughs> really are so many. I feel like my life has been so enriched 
by the community of Soul Bible Life, truly, truly, truly. You know, I don't know what's gonna outplace the compost build though. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. That was the that was the best. Yeah, that was the best. I had every to- time I go to the compost bin, I get a warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> it's not just the compost warming up. This time. <laughs> it was just so beautiful. It was such mm-hmm. a loving community event, and I could see how. I mean, and everyone's hands were on it from oh. Halima's little children to. You know, Mama Gwen, Gwen Winston was out there. Then Renee was involved. Oh, yes, Renee was guiding us. And yeah, it's just, I mean, Anthony came down from Ohio, like the G that he is. And it really really was like happened and came back to finish it up. And I was just so touched by his commitment to getting it done and just his generosity of time and spirit. And, and of course, I'll never forget listening to Found the Cure. Taylor. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. So first off, let's talk about this compost was huge. It's like, it was big. It was- it's not like, oh, I'm just going to start off with a compost. This is. No, it's like the hold of a ship, right? It's like when y'all built it in my garage, I was like, are we going to be able to get this thing out of here? Like, <laughs> put it on some wheels or how are we going to get this? It's huge, <laughs> people. Often, like it's huge, right? It is huge. And we had, and here it comes. They started playing some music and I found the kid. And that place, I'm like, is this on a repeat? Because it's been on for 30 minutes. The, the 12 or 15 minute disco version. And I could not stop dancing around. And Leroy, Leroy, <laughs> bless his heart. We're trying to secure the wire mesh over it so that the rodents don't get in and out, which was a real tedious job of sort of like holding it down, hammering it, and had to sort of sew one part of it with the wire and hold it down and hammer it, hold it down and hammer it. Well, I was supposed to be, ho- I don't know, we were supposed to be a team, but I had to go dance between every time <laughs> I hammered and I'd go dance off and I'd come back to his eyes looking up at me because he was inside of the compost bin looking up at me like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry, damn. Then I go dance off again and then he'd come back and he was still in his, in the combo. (laughs) But it would just, and then, you know, VJ was there and he just, you know. Oh, VJ, that's our little man right there. And and just remember he was trying to arm wrestle. Oh, Eric, you want, you want arm wrestle? And then I don't know how to arm ain't no bigger than this. Talking about something. You want arm wrestle? I was like, Oh, we had a good time. We taught the kid. Anthony taught the kids how to make their own water filtration. We drank the water from the pond because we filtered it out. We had the charcoal. We had the rocks, the sand. Um, and which is how school is supposed to be, right? Because them kids were running up to me every five minutes. We need a bucket. Yeah. Like, okay. Got a bucket. Came back. We need some sand for the water filtration device. Like, oh, okay. We need some. I was like, okay. Oh, they were little, and they and trust me, they you know they cried when they had to leave the next day. They had some. Oh, we got so, more to come when things settle down. We definitely have more to come, and yeah. it's been as it has been a wonderful journey. 
mm-hmm. for all of us learning this. So Lottie, I know as we're wrapping up, so it's funny, I was just trying to think of like, when I think of Lottie, what do I think about? <laughs> so <laughs> I think about a lot of things, but I don't know, for some reason, the image of, I don't know why I keep thinking about what you were at four or five years old. And I had this image of you like pulling up a dandelion when it's got the when it's gone to seed and it's the fluffy little white flower, beautiful puff. And I just imagine a four or five year old Lottie like blowing on it. And then, you know, like it's so like theatrical, like the, it's flowing through the air and the wind is taking it. Like, where is it gonna take it? Like, where is it going? And like, so where do you think Ursi Detroit is going? Where are you and Ursi Detroit going? Like, where do you find yourself in the next days and years? That was that was smooth, Adrian. Well, I, I, I don't know why. I don't, for some reason, that image like just comes to my mind. And I'm I'm a Gemini, guys. Forgive me. Like it's the only way I can. I'm with you. Well, I think what I would like to do. I've been lucky that I have been doing some herbal writing. I was lucky to partner with um, someone who was doing a. Um, there's a. Well, a tea distributor called Arbor Tea in, I think they're in Ann Arbor, I guess. But um, they were like revamping their website and wanted herb profiles done. And so I partnered with um, a naturopathic doctor to like write all of the profiles. And that was fun. I love to write. I know that writing is my next thing I'm supposed to be doing more of. Mm. Um, So I'm trying to, so I'm putting it out here, (laughs) my writing. And incorporating that like into my Earthsea Detroit channel like I'm trying to do more um, herbal book review videos that especially focus on herbal herbalists of color mm. or it might be natural living but of people of color who have written things I mean I'm gonna do other books too but yeah, I'm yes, really but trying to bring right. attention to those books and the other exciting thing I've been working on is working with a group that we are working on this uh, herbalism well it's a tarot deck, but it's not a herbal tarot deck. Ooh. It's a Afrofuture um, Octavia Butler tarot <gasps> deck that will also feature herbs. And I'm doing the, I did the herbs. So that has me going like the yeah. intersection of herbs and astrology, which is how you get to tarot, right? And this is totally perfect for a Gemini brain, right? It's <laughs> dense. It's dense how you get from the herbs through astrology mm-hmm. to the tarot cards and you know so um that I could see myself going really deep into that so okay. so I think that's what I want to do you know I want to focus on you know my writing um I had decided this was going to be like my Sankofa year Oh, I love it. That was the theme for this year was to go back and look at, I mean, I've gathered, I've taken so many classes. I have so many books. I've had so many experiences, but you know, what is, you know, like looking at them all again and kind of seeing like, look at all these herbal notes and what am I, what is the next thing that wants to come forward from all the, th- I mean, cause you know, I keep doing new stuff. I keep signing up for new stuff. It's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Gemini. <laughs> I know, as I, you know, as I love it. I try to, I'm trying to, you know, I'm gonna get back to taking new stuff. But right now I just feel like I need to 
you know, go back and look at everything that I have and yeah. see what's the most natural thing that's going to emerge out of there. What wants to be birthed next? What wants to come forward? So mm, I so love that's it. What I'm trying to do. I love I it. Can. And that's fitting. I know you've been talking about writing for a while. And I know, first off, again, Lottie does these amazing tarot cards, like where it's just like so aesthetically pleasing, like just beautiful and so deep. There's so many layers to it. So it sounds like you're right where you're supposed to be. Like I mean, art, bringing the art into it more. Yes. Right. Like, oh, I love all of that, Lottie. So, um, I am so excited just for both of our journeys. I hope we continue to like intertwine um, our dreams, our destinies. Like I'm just excited to see where you're going to go. And I want to make sure people can also follow you. So can you tell me where people can find you on social media? Okay. Thank you so much. Yes. I'm all over social media. Yes. Earthseed Detroit on all the platforms. I have a YouTube channel that's Earthseed Detroit. And uh, my Instagram is Earthsea Detroit. <laughs> Although I have a, a separate Instagram called Free Range Chick, I love which is where I kind of mm -hmm. put my collages and some of my more, you know, personal explorations and motivational stuff and adoptee work is on there. And Facebook, Earthsea Detroit, um, everywhere. <laughs> the website <laughs> is www.earthseadetroit.com. <laughs> So you can find me. Um, I hope you'll shout out. Hope you'll subscribe. Follow. Yes, please do. I'm going to be sure to drop all the links for Free Range Chick um, so you can follow there and you can follow Earthsea Detroit. There's so many beautiful videos, uh, beautiful um, videos that Lottie has uploaded to YouTube and you can catch her also on Facebook. So I'm going to make sure to drop all those links so everybody can find you there. And yeah, I'm just excited. I cannot wait to see you in person to like touch and feel you again, Lottie. Like it's coming. I'm so confident that it's coming. But um, I just want to thank you so much for not only what you do for survival life. So two things I just got to part with. Lottie is the when I always say I'm one part of survival life, um, I not only mean the survivalists and survivors, the members, but as far as like the leadership team, the core team, I call it, people who say we should be doing this and let's think about this and this would be great. Lottie is up there with me. So it's myself, Lottie and Anthony. Um, so we all try to make sure we're taking the direction of survival life where we want it to go. And one quick thing, you probably, if you caught it, Lottie talked about the tarot cards with um, Octavia Butler. I think that's gonna be dope. Uh, make the connection with Earthsea. Oh, um, Earthsea Detroit. Got it. Like, right. If you don't know, check out Octavia. As Lottie told me when I was like, where did you get that name from? Because I was not Octavia Butler's um, like savvy. I just didn't know. Lottie's like, oh, you need to go get that book. I was like, oh, okay. Parable of the Sower. Got the book. And I thought, oh, and this was before all the mayhem happened, right? And in the book, everything that was predicted to like, something's, ha I know something's going to happen is what the protagonist said. Like, something's going to happen. The year was 20. 20 something I can't remember it was something that like was, was like crazy wasn't it and I reread it recently not to mm -hmm. make this go any longer but no I just, no please I reread it recently because of the work on the tarot deck I reread parable of the sower parable of the talents okay. and kindred I was trying to work my way through all her stuff 
And I hadn't read it since 2009, 2009. Well, no, I think I read it in there somewhere, but 2009 was when I started the Earthsea Detroit blog. And I didn't know I was about, I wasn't even doing herbalism. I wasn't doing none of all this stuff. And I'm reading it now. And let me tell you, we're going to end on this note because I am convinced after reading those books, Uh I am convinced that Lottie from the future Uh went back to Lottie in the past and said in 2009 and was like, read this book here. (gasps) Because it was just too, again, as evidenced. (laughs) (laughs) As evidenced by when I read those books, Look, not only, it was just so many, I was like, I can't even, I didn't know I'd be working on Octavia Butler tarot deck. I didn't know I'd be doing herbalism. I didn't know, it was just so much that I was like, I can't help but think that Lottie from the future, and it could be a future that hasn't even come yet, right? Right, it might be right. 2030 or 2040, actually, I don't even know. Right. I'm convinced someone somewhere in the future came back into to 2009 and was like you're gonna need this Ooh. let me get you started that's so deep that is so Ooh. deep and I, on that note you guys please pick up octavia <laughs> butler start off with parable of the sower then move your way to parable of the talents and kindred and don't forget to follow RC detroit where you can see all about get some information on herbalism some recipes Um, some good books to read, just everything you need to know to feel whole. Um, Really love it. Lottie, thank you so much. If you don't know, I love you. I really do like uh, everything about this. Um, Thank you so much for being on Survival Like the Podcast. And thank you for all you've done for us. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I love you too. You're such a dear sister, friend, <laughs> comrade, Gemini, queen with me. And I love that. Uh, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me today and have a wonderful weekend. You too. Have a okay. good one. All right. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Survival Life. We hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. We hope that there was something that you learned from it and that it provoked some thoughts. Additionally, if there is something we didn't get a chance to mention that you think would be important for the prepper community, we'd love to hear from you. If there is a guest or any future topics that you want to hear Survival Life tackle, Uh, just hit us up. We're pretty easy to get a hold of. You can always reach us by going to Instagram. You can hit us in the DMs. That's at Survival Life. Or you can visit us at www.survivallife.com. Hit that contact us tab, leave a message. Let us know what you would like to hear from us going forward. Hey, drop some words of encouragement. We can use that. It's it's never easy, you know, when you're doing something and you're new to it or you've been doing it for a while, but you're putting yourself out there to try to share the information. As always, we believe in enjoying this journey. Um, We want to have fun while we learn, but we do take it serious. So again, we love to hear your feedback and comments. Uh, Yeah, so until next time, uh, talk to you guys later. Peace.